a lot of good talent in Montreal, so it's it's really good for me. We saw you had um, just doing a YouTube search just to see a few of your fights. I saw there was a one minute clip of you KOing a guy in Montreal in a sparring match. <laughs> now, where yeah. what gym was that, and can you tell us who that was? Uh, you know what I I don't even remember the guy's name. Okay, so it doesn't. Matter. Uh, it it professional fighter i think he's a i don't even know his record anymore but um that was in the olympic stadium oh okay yeah okay yeah yeah you're right now and now that i think about it it looks familiar you, you know lucas you, you remind me a lot of of one of our um local kids here uh david lemieux i'm not sure if uh, i'm pretty sure you know him right kid he's 30 of course of course <laughs> um he, he reminds me a lot of you. I see, I, see, I see you punched really good, just like him. He has really some good uh, counter punches. He's really good. Uh, and your punch punches are really, really like hot missiles, you know? So so, 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 so that's like I, I, I like comparing you two. But what's your training like? And what's like what, like what kind of training do you do to have such great punches? Natural, baby. You know what? I, I think uh, power is one of those one of those things you just have naturally. You know, you're either born with it or you're not. I mean, I was always a always a hard puncher. You know, from the the first day I stepped in the gym, um, there wasn't something I really did specifically to to increase power. I just as I got older, I got stronger. And uh, like I said, I think it's just something that that you you you're born with. And obviously, you have to have the intentions of hitting hard to hit hard. Do you know what I mean by when I say that? Like you gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta wanna hit hard, right? Yeah. Like I, when I when I punch, I'm trying to kill people, right? I'm not trying to score <laughs> points. Alex and I are lovers now, we're not fighters. Uh, yeah. You know I, mean? <laughs> I uh, it, it's, it's, you have a different mentality. We had a MMA fighter on a couple weeks, last week. Um, and I, I've, I've been doing jujitsu for 12 years. And he, just to him and I talking about jujitsu, He's in such a different mindset, and when you say you kill to kill, when you punch to kill, it's it's the truth with fighters, and they're a different. You guys are a different breed, man. I don't know. It's a very small percentage of people that I can go into do what you guys do and do it so well. Uh, I wanted to ask you, what is your who who do you think your style resembles to the most? And I have a few opinions uh, based on what I think, who I think you resemble the most. Um, you know what? That's that's a good question. I, I'm you know I'm a boxer puncher. Um, you know, coming up, I was always, always watching videos of Gamboa. And, uh, I mean, I, I do, uh, resemble his style quite a bit, but I, I, I feel like I'm a better defensive fighter than him and I'm a little less reckless, <laughs> but uh, as far as a boxer puncher, I, I, I resemble Gamboa quite a bit. That, that's a good. That's a really good comparison too. Actually, I didn't even think about him. I was thinking more Willie Pep Marquez because the way you throw your right, I think that you're super good. Def- you're super uh, well round defensively. I mean, you don't take a lot of damage. Your hands are always up. You're always in the shell. Uh, I love the way you fight, man. I think you're a great fighter, and uh, honestly, I, I I wish you all the best when it comes to uh, what you got next. Uh, Alex has a question. Go. Yeah. So so so, what's your first ever fight in Mexico uh, against Luisian Revilla? If I remember correctly, his name, yeah. um, and and listen, I, I don't speak Spanish fluently, but they were kind of underestimating you. 
kind of well well from what i understand and you literally knocked him out and they were all shocked that you did it like the ref wasn't though <laughs> yeah 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 how did you feel about that fight your, your first fight in mexico um you know what like and i remember during that fight like we, we obviously had a game plan and uh it was my first professional fight, so I, I didn't know what to expect as far as the gloves and, and all that, right? But um, I came out, like, really, really stiff, and I was I was looking for big, big shots right away. And um, the kid obviously watched a lot of video on me, and he knew he knew the big right was coming. <laughs> and uh, I, I was throwing it, and I was missing, I was missing, and I was I felt really sloppy. I was, I was just so very – I was so tense in there. And uh, it wasn't until the second round I, I I loosened up when I realized okay I'm not I'm not gonna just go in there and knock this guy out I gotta I gotta win the f I gotta fight and I gotta win I I can't worry about the knockout and uh, that's when I started banging the body and I started relaxing a little bit and it was when we got into in a little exchange in the middle of the ring and like the first minute of the uh, the second round I just I touched him to the body and came over top with the right hand and that was the end of the fight. It was nice, man. It looked like something coming out of a movie. His chin went, he was, he was out. But and the ref, the ref knew it right away. He didn't even give him like most refs, especially when you're local, right? They'll they'll give you that 10 second. They'll be like, okay, like come back in. But I think he he saved the kid. I think he he was ready. There was another two minutes left in that round. I don't think it would have ended any differently than what it did. And it, it shows the power that you have. And I noticed the power punching and you know loading it up, especially at the end of the first round. You know, loading up that first that that you were trying to end it at the end of the first was it was it was crazy. It was uh, yeah. I was like, fuck, man, he's going for it, nah, nah. and just the kid the kid was just ducking. He was just ducking, and then he saved his life. You saved gave him another couple minutes, um, <laughs> but it it was over at that time. Why does your style match up so well against Mexicans, though? You know what. If if I could get a guy that's not going to run away from me, and, and he's he's willing to, to stand there and, and exchange with me, it just works out better and, and on on uh, for me. Just because when I land when I land shots, they're gonna either gonna hurt you very very bad or you're gonna, you're gonna go down. Yeah. And uh, the more the more you're throwing, the more you're opening up. And these Mexicans, you know, they're not they're not scared, right? They're not gonna be running around and and looking for to, for points, they're coming to fight, and that's why you know I, I'm able to score these highlight real knockouts. And I've noticed most of your fights. Well, I guess all of them are in Mexico. Um, I have four in Canada. Yeah, you only have four in Canada, uh, and you, you fought six times in Mexico. Yeah, I want to know why Mexico, and do you ever plan fighting in Montreal? Well, the, the reason why I, I was so busy in Mexico was just because I wanted to stay busy. And in Mexico, there's fights steady all the time. Every week, there, there's fights going on. And there was just an opportunity for me to, to get fights because I, like, I, I wanted to stay really active in my first year as a professional, in which I was. And uh, it, was just, it was just a lot easier to get on cards, especially with no promoter. You know, you, gotta, you guys got to realize I did this all by myself without a promoter and uh it was getting tough for me to get fights in canada even though it was a little like it would have been a lot more uh cost friendly doing it here 
but uh you know sometimes you just got to do what you got to do but uh no i definitely plan on fighting in montreal in the future i know i was i was talking to iron tiger there uh at the end of august bringing september to fight on a couple of their cards there but um as far as covid right now you got to match up with canadian fighters it's got to be all canadian fight yeah and and uh we we tried we tried extremely hard to get a canadian opponent but we just we couldn't get one in time so alex was asking me before he's how come he always fights in mexico i said because in, in montreal i mean we have a lot of fighters in montreal a lot of good fighters in montreal but a lot of these promoters over here love to protect their fighters. And and that's the reality. If you have a kid like you where you're coming in with knockout power, 10 wins, 10 KOs, and you did six of them in Mexico, they're like, okay, this kid's dangerous. I'm not going to throw my good guy at him. And for you, it's not worth it for you to fight a guy that's 3-8 and eight coming out of Montreal. You know, I mean, it'll put that, that, that notch on your belt. But at the end of the day, you have to, you have to be able to – pad your stats with good fighters and i think you did it the smart way man it's rare that people from canada fought fight most of their fights in mexico because one it's not cost friendly like you said two it's just it it, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage you don't know what judge is going to be there you don't know what ref is not going to give you the standing eight count you don't know what's going to happen and it's kudos to you for for putting your neck on the line and showing everybody that you're willing to just ko anybody yeah, there's, there's definitely big risks to, to heading over there. But, uh, yeah, like you just got to be confident in yourself and, and know what you're getting yourself into, right? Who's, uh, who's if it's Eye of the Tiger, do they have a, is there any names out there that, that are kind of interested in negotiating what's going on? As far as their fighters, no. We, we basically, like they were basically just going to give me a spot on the card. They, I don't think they were interested in fighting me against any of their uh, signed fighters. Um, yeah, I think they were just they were just interested in getting me on the show. That's good, man. I mean, I hope you, if you ever come to Montreal, we'll come to watch the fights for sure. We'll get some press passes. We'll get back there. Maybe we'll put put Alex. We'll, Alex will suit up, put the body armor on. Maybe you give him some yeah. rib, some rib shots for some warm ups. You know, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah man. Well, <laughs> I'm fucking down. I'll be like, I'll tape you up. It'll be the worst tape job ever. You know, it's perfect. We'll just, <laughs> some it chicken wings with that barbecue sauce after the fight. That's it. <laughs> You know, we'll have it ready. We'll have it ready, and we'll get you the mustard truffle sauce from Mike's BBQ Rub, hot sauce, ten for ten percent off. And you, love it, yeah, man. You'll fucking we'll we'll give it to you right after the fight, man. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be it's the best post workout meal you'll ever have, hundred percent. You know, we might we might as well just have it in between rounds. Why not? Fuck, put it in your water bottle. <laughs> the ref is gonna be like, "What the hell's that that smell? Why does it smell so good?" <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't fight in you said you you fought with the national team here in Montreal, but you didn't fight in the Olympics? No. No. I was uh I I was I felt I, I got shafted there in the twenty sixteen Olympics. Okay. Uh, just uh just the way the politics went with uh, the national team coach. Uh I was the number one seed in 2015, 2016 national champion both years and, and long story short, I got injured before the, the Canadian trials and they didn't give me a second chance. And that was the end of my Olympic dream in 2016. Oh man, it's too bad. Do you, you want to call them out? We can put them on our hit list if you want. <laughs> what, David who, Gauthier. Who, who was it? Sorry? David Gauthier. David Gauthier. You know what David Gauthier? I know David Gauthier. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, he's, <laughs> he's retired now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't get my I didn't get my second chance against him. That's too bad. 
That's really I fought, in, uh, I fought him at the end of 2013, uh, my first year as a senior, and uh, he beat me at 2-1 decision. And I didn't get my revenge. Uh, I, I think I, I probably would have probably would have stopped him in 2015, 2016, but I didn't get uh, the opportunity to fight him. But Olympics is uh, the style. It's not your style. It's very point-based, right? No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, no, you're totally right. You're totally right. But near like the last three years of my amateur career, I was I was knocking everyone out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's good. What was your record <laughs> amateur? Uh, roughly, it was I had about almost 100 fights. Roughly, it was about 80, 84, 13. Okay, cool. Which is normal. Cool. Yeah. And and as far as next fights goes, do you have anything planned? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we, we got nothing like set in stone, but we got, we got, uh, some opportunities. We're hoping I get a little tune-up fight in April, uh, make sure my hand is, you know, hundred percent, make sure everything's good. And then, um, I might have a big opportunity in May. I don't want to, I don't want to open my mouth too soon, but, um, we're hoping for May, um, that I, I get a big fight opportunity. Is there any possibility you fight in the States? Because I know there's some states that put on fights, but you can't travel, right? Yeah, 100%. It would be in the States. Oh, it would May. be. Okay, there you go. If, if the stars align, hopefully everything works out. That's good, man. Well, we appreciate you taking the time, buddy. Honestly, I love talking to you, man. You're a great guy. You're an awesome fighter. Uh, we wish you all the best. We uh, wish you all the success. If you ever come to Montreal, hit us up. We'll get some guest passes, and we'll uh, say what's up to you after the fight with some mustard truffle sauce. Beautiful. That's all I want, boys. I, I appreciate it. Pleasure meeting you guys. You guys are great. Thanks for having me. Again, this episode is brought to you by Mustard Truffle Sauce at mikesbbqrobentfield.com. Use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Visit our Patreon as well, uh, patreon.com slash hotsauceboards for exclusive content. Uh, my name is Terry Tam. That's Alex the Intern. Thank you, Lucas, the Prince Baddie. I appreciate it, buddy. Have a good one.